0: Well, what do you know? We get this secret uh, internal memo, uh, which was obtained through an access to info request late this afternoon that reveals the Department of Industry, which is within the Trudeau government circles, uh, warned the government about meddling with the media under the guise of combating fake news. And this was a memo sent out in 2018 before the liberals would announce its $650 million media bailout and before their announcement on Wednesday, where they're apparently going to defend our democracy and decide what's fake news. And so this memo makes it very, very clear that the government was warned that it should not get involved in this in what is essentially censorship and what it sees as fake news, as it could really threaten free speech. But just think of how inappropriate it is for the government of the day to decide what news and opinion you should read, you should hear, and that they will deem what is appropriate. Let's ask this guy, Michael Tobe, who of course writes uh, for Troy Media. He's a columnist and Washington Times contributor, also a former speechwriter to a guy named Stephen Harper, who a lot of us miss. Hello there. Hey, how are you? I'm sorry. I couldn't shut, I couldn't shut Charlie up. not just <laughs> talk, 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 talk,
1: <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll plead the fifth on that, but okay.
0: <laughs> so, um, I, I don't, I mean, the fact that, that the true government did not put someone from, I don't know, Elections Canada on this thing or in charge, boggles my mind.
1: Yeah, me too. And you know what? It even boggled the NDP's mind. Nathan Cullen was actually mm-hmm. one of the first ones to speak out against it, and he's right. And, you know, when you look at it, it's really a very elementary issue. The government, as you said, should not be involved in a matters involving quote-unquote fake news. It really has to be up to the individual to disseminate whether it is fact or fiction. And by now, and, and I realize that obviously we've had problems in the 2016 presidential election in the United States and throughout Europe where fake news has superseded real news for a lot of people. But you have to actually take responsibility for the things you read, for the things that you want to cultivate, and for the things that you want to circulate with your friends, your family, etc. And it's not that hard to do. If you see something come in, you don't recognize the website, you don't recognize the author, take a minute or two, sober second thought, look around, look it up, see if they're legitimate, and if they're not, don't put them out. It should not be up to the government to, ta- to teach you how to critically assess editorials, which to me is absolutely preposterous, as I'm sure it is to you, and news reporting in general.
0: Well, that's has- because you and I and anybody on the right would be looked at as fake news. My whole show would be fake news.
1: Yeah, exactly, which is nonsense. And you also look at websites, you know, Ontario Proud, various other things, which you may or may not agree with. But at the same time, they serve a purpose or a role to inform people the same way that, say, Press Progress on the left yep. does. Is yep. too. And you've got to figure this out. And it's not hard to do. You, a lot of people criticize others for spoon feeding them. We, we criticize, for example, teachers for doing that to our children today. Well, guess what? If you're actually just taking things at face value and not critically assessing them and sending them out you're doing the same thing that you've been critical of for other people in other ways and shapes and forms
0: Right. And so not only has the government put itself in the position of being the babysitter of all things that you read, but, you know, the one thing that they could have changed, and for all this talk, Michael, that we hear about Russian interference and all this, interference has been taking place in Canada for quite some time. I mean, Lead Now and groups that are funded by American money have been tampering with our elections for the last few years, but the liberals tend to do well with their help, so they don't tend to close the loopholes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, that's a very simple philosophy that a lot of political parties who are in power use. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So if it's benefiting you, then fine, we'll just leave it alone. And I'm not supporting that for anyone. Parties of the left, parties of the right, it's right. wrong to do. But it's human nature. Nevertheless, the fact that the Liberals are, who actually do take advantage of it, or at least right now, certainly for the last few years, since they won the 2015 federal election, the fact that they're taking it several steps further to the point where they're going to teach others that being you i and the voters how to actually disseminate news that makes it more frightening because even though there obviously are a lot of different governments around the world who are getting caught up with the same problems no one has said that we're going to spend, I think it's upwards of $7 million to teach courses. $7 million, yeah. (laughs) It's utter madness. And really in a democracy like we live in in Canada, this is something that anybody of the political left or political right should be opposed to, period. Well,
0: it's a fundamental hit against free speech.
1: Yes. It's huge. It's an enormous hit against free speech. It's not even, like, we talk about how we want to champion free speech, how it's an important and cherished position in our society. But as we found in many different ways, including this, whenever a push comes to shove, people are basically saying, well, I believe in free speech except if it pertains to so-called hate speech or if it, it's a group that I don't like, et cetera, et cetera. We can't always make these sorts of concessions. Either you believe in something and the importance of it and or you don't. If you believe in the importance of reading, learning, voting, et cetera, then do yourself some good. And you have lots of intelligent people, and we know there's lots of intelligent people who listen to this radio station and others. Learn. Look at your sources. Look at the people who write it. Look at the information. And think to yourself right away before you start sending it off to the whole world, is this really something that makes sense? And does it sound legitimate to me? If it doesn't in both cases, do some research, and you'll find your answer very quickly.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, though, you know, they seem to have politicized the one very thing that, you know, they said that they would protect, and that is the democracy. So now not only are they going to be stifling, you know, free speech and, and undermining, you know, critical analysis, et cetera, um, you know, they're, they're meddling with the message. And that, to me, they've weaponized this, and I, I find it deeply disturbing.
1: Yeah, well, look, Marshall McLuhan said, as we know famously, the medium is the message. Mm-hmm. And, and he was right because unfortunately the liberals are taking control of a medium and they're trying to put in their own message in doing so yeah. and it's actually really unnerving to watch and it's not just because i dislike most of the policies of prime minister justin trudeau i dislike the policies of many liberal prime ministers in the past but i've never seen people like let's say more recently jean Chrétien or paul martin I don't see people like them ever taking Never. this sort of a step. Never. They would be critical of fake news. They mm-hmm. would say we don't want Canada to emulate the United States and others. They might be critical say as they are of Donald Trump and other people. And that's perfectly fine. In a free society, that sort of criticism should be tolerated. But I don't think they would take the extra step and say, well, we just don't think that the voters, that that Canadians really can understand these things unless government tells them what to understand or how to do it properly. I just don't think they would take it that, uh, you know, that step. And maybe it's because it was a different period of time. Maybe it's because Justin Trudeau thinks he can get away with it with his sunny ways message and sort of trying to change, you know, the whole world or all to understand Canada in a different fashion or that Canada is going to lead the way in certain principles. If this is the sort of thing that Justin Trudeau wants Canada to lead on, it's a terrible example. There are many others that are better.
0: Agree. On that note, I have to go. Michael, thank you so much.
1: Have a great
0: night. That is Michael Tobe joining us on Point on Global News Radio.